Welcome to the Vitality Coach Podcast with me, your host, Nikki Fogden-Moore. Join me for celebrity interviews, behind-the-scenes training sessions, combined with practical advice on how you can feel fantastic. Tune in for easy-to-implement tips and tools on healthy food and fitness. Learn how to look and feel your personal best without turning your life upside down. Welcome to Feeling Fantastic. Hi guys, welcome back to the Vitality Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Fogdemore, and I just want to welcome some of the new listeners that we have. Uh, and I said before, we've topped like 80 countries now, and it gives me goosebumps. I'm receiving the most incredible emails and feedback. Thank you for tuning in to Anne Tudor that sent me an email this morning. Thank you so much, Anne. I know it's hard when you have teenagers that are 18 and 22 and have decided to go off and you've got this empty house, you're redoing your own career and you've got all this time on your hands and you have to find structure and balance. So I hope that the tools that we're about to talk to you about will inspire you on really bringing your personal and your business vitality to life. I'm very, very happy today to say that I've managed to um, second Chris Dufay, uh, who is based in Bali and basically travels all over the world. He is a personal trainer and a businessman extraordinaire. And I've captured him today because we want to talk about the uh, role of running your body like a business and why a lot of people run successful companies. They're great at their job. They have amazing titles and they just fall short on really having personal mojo that matches that same drive and passion for a financial bottom line, what about if you had that with your physical, emotional, and spiritual bottom line as well? So you have this amazing vitality bank. So Chris, welcome. Thank you so much, Nikki. It's great to be here and it's fantastic to be talking to you. Well, I think it'd be really, really cool for listeners. I mean, obviously you and I know a little bit about each other, but I would love for you to just set the scene a little bit and explain what you do in business and a little bit as well about um, your podcast and, and what you do for other people. And then uh, we're going to lead into some of your personal goals as well. So if you could just explain to people who you are and what you do, that, that'd be fantastic. All right, let's 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 put myself in a little bit of a nutshell. I've been a personal trainer for over 10 years. I am from Sydney. I was running a personal training business in Sydney for quite some time throughout commercial gyms. I, For the first few years, I was just very much average. And to tell you the truth, I should probably go back and give all my clients back then a refund because I was doing such a poor job. But you know what? It was always learning. And then I started to really pull my finger out as an, um, in my early 20s always loving the concept of business. I always kind of loved it. And then I was just like, right, I'm, I, I want to do better. I want to go more. And I, I've been thinking about this recently, Nikki. I don't know what actually flicked the switch from me just being just running an everyday PT business, kind of just churning over the cogs to really stepping it up. But something happened, something flicked in me. And I really started to pull my finger out. I started to get trainers to work for me. I started to work throughout multiple gyms throughout Sydney. Then I started to... Um, um, lecture, did a lot of seminars. I was teaching PTs also how to run better businesses, how to get better results with their clients because I kind of started to get some traction with people noticing all the results that I was getting with my own clients, which was fantastic. Uh, then kind of fast forwarding along, I had the opportunity and after two days of finding out that my wife was pregnant. Uh, we had the opportunity to move to Dubai and we said, screw it, let's do it. We packed everything up, sold our house uh, and moved to Dubai. We lived in Dubai for a year and a half, uh, which was fantastic. I was running a business, a PT business in Dubai. It was phenomenal, loved it, but we decided that we wanted to move on. We didn't want to stay there. I didn't want Arlo, our little girl, uh, to grow up there. And then we always loved Bali. We've 
traveled and holidayed here many times. And um, my online business that I just started, I was kind of just sinking my teeth into, it was starting to pick up. And I just went, you know what? I'm going to back myself. I can do this. And in three weeks, we had packed everything up. We'd come to Bali and we'd moved here. And that was about 10 to 11 months ago, Nikki. And I can honestly say every single day, I'm blown away by the life I get to live. I get to, I'm in my office here in my villa. It's just phenomenal. I live a fantastic life. I get to travel. I'm going to Spain in a couple of months to run a six day seminar with some other fantastic coaches. And we're going to do some more holidaying. And I I just absolutely love it. Being able to one business takes care of the physique coaching, getting people in great shape and putting people on stage in photo shoots or just transforming their bodies. And the other business I run is teaching personal trainers how to actually run their businesses either face-to-face or online. And I think I think you touched on something, even though you can't define that switch, that moment that you decided to, as you call it, pull finger or step up into your potential mm. and really create the life you want. The nutshell is that you guys decided to take action and you figured out what it was that you wanted to do and you just went for it. So you put steps in place. The reason you're in Bali is not by accident. The reason yes. you have a great life, uh, you do a lot of travel and you're working with great coaches is not by accident. And that's really the message on this podcast and all the podcasts that I do with great people like yourself is that we really have have the opportunity to design the lives we want and we have the opportunity to design the bodies we want. It just takes planning and preparation. And one of the things that Chris and I are going to talk to you about today, uh, I know a lot of you say, Nikki, I love your trips to Fiji and you always look like you're doing great things. And we work extremely hard, but we do things that we're passionate about and we combine that with what we're good at. And the trick to that is actually planning a week, planning and knowing what you want. So you've taken your 10 years of PT skills and you grew and you made that into a new business where you could help other PTs, you specialize and helping people perform at their personal best physically. And I know, Chris, you've also started competing again yourself in bodybuilding and onstage competitions. Not only are you doing all this business and travel, but you're putting yourself front and center on the stage again. And you got second or first. Is that right? No, I came fourth. Sorry, Nikki. That's yes. a bit sorry. That's, that's all right. Uh, that's still, uh, <laughs> you know, pretty fantastic for someone that's running an international business. Um, you had your family turn up. And I think the way that you spoke about doing your competition with such pride, that's really important. So you're not, we you know, we're not young people anymore. We're not 18, 20. We're really forging yeah. a path and creating a future. So if you're listening to this and you're tuning in, you're going to listen to, to Chris, I suggest if you can go back and listen to this podcast when you've got a pen, hop onto the show notes because we're going to be giving you some tangible tips on how you can run your body and... And your business with great performance. So let's talk about how you set up your goals to manage your business from Bali and actually coach all these people to success when a lot of it's virtual, Chris. Well, kind of as an overview with planning, I really only look 12 weeks ahead of time. Um, I kind of sit down and go, right, what's the next quarter? What do I want to achieve? And then I sit down and just reverse engineer everything for there. If this is what I want, what are the steps that I have to Um, take action on? What do I have to execute on to make that happen? And then I just break it down. What has to happen each week? What has to happen each day? And then I just move on from there. I've kind of found that we never really know what we want long, long term, and that's always changing. So if I'm always only looking 12 weeks ahead, what I can do at the end of that 12 weeks is I take a week off. I'm pretty much taking a complete decompress and I reflect back on what I've done, what I've achieved, what I haven't achieved, what's worked, what hasn't worked, and then I can make the right steps looking forward again. 
And I think that's great. So I know um, Thought Leaders Business School uh, and a lot of other coaches, and I even coach on the 90-day program. So, you know, what do you want to achieve in the next 90 days? What's going to be your 30-day plan, seven-day, and your immediate tasks? But I love the fact you take that calibrate week at the end of it and you just stop and reflect because you need to have a few... uh, you know, risks, you need to be able to fail and and go on to the next 90 days and know that you've got all these clusters throughout the year that you can work on building and refining. So when it Mm. turns to running programs for people at the same time and running your own business, how do you balance managing your clients and having your own vision as well? I think everything just has to work together. And I also think of things as in like, I think a work-life balance is a bit of a lie at the end of the day. I, I, I think it the it's, urban myth. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you, Nikki. And it's it's great that we like we think along those same lines. It's because I kind of see things as in seasons, as in I was just going, I, I, I literally five days ago, I just stepped on stage. So obviously leading up into um, a fitness model competition, that's a season where I'm really focusing on my physique, my nutrition, my training, everything is having to come together to be able to get to that type of condition. And obviously I know other things have to take a backseat. Certain things that don't take a backseat is obviously the time um, with my daughter, the time with my wife and being able to give myself some time. But obviously there were some, there were work projects. I was getting opportunities. I was like, no, cannot do that. Do you know what I mean? Because I can't be half-assed. And if I'm trying to chase multiple rabbits, I'm never going to catch any of them. So I think it's really focusing on what's the priority And I'm a big believer of just boiling it down and what's that one thing that I need to focus on. And I love that seasonal idea as well. I think that um, people put a lot of pressure at the beginning of the year. They create these massive New Year resolutions mm-hmm. where, in fact, if you break everything down into you know your quarters and your 90 days, you can really work with what's relevant at that time. And there's another thing universally. You don't have to have all the bits in between figured out. You just have to know what those goals are because when you put one foot in front of the other and start making steps, even if that means you have to start inquiring about who can be good coaches for you, who can mentor you through the process, who's done it before, when you you know what you want to achieve you can start collecting the resources around you as well so you provide nutrition training and fat loss resources to your clients um, but you're also practicing what you preach for yourself in terms of balancing family time training time and everything else and that takes discipline it, absolutely like and that's the thing and i think discipline is what get like just taking a back step, I had so many people coming to me, obviously around competition time being like, wow, Chris, I can't believe you're in such good shape. Like, how do you do it? You're so motivated. Like, and it's like, no, well, it's, it's not hard. Do you know what I mean? Like the habits and behaviors, and that's where the discipline comes in because you have to have discipline to create those habits and behaviors. Once they're set, you just don't think about it. I go and train every day and I love it. And I absolutely bust my balls every single session. And again, that's a habit you have to build up into as well. And I think it's exactly the same with business. It is a habit that I have a morning ritual that I set. It is a habit that I sit down at 5.30 in the morning and I start working to make sure that I get a good lot of work done before the girls are up, before I can spend some time with them. And I think it's just really breaking it down to how it's going to work for yourself. 
And I think, I mean, I think we should both share maybe two or three tips each right on this point about forming habits. So if you're listening to this and you're getting stuck in a rut and feel like you're waning through mud and you have all these goals and you're just not getting them off paper, the first thing is you're accountable for where you put your time. So you can replace habits that you don't want to have with healthy habits, whether it's doing your admin and finance in the morning, getting up 15 minutes earlier, lacing up those shoes and heading out the door. You've just got to start a routine. And I always call it the seven day rule. If you do something every single morning for seven days in a row for 1% of that day, which is 14.4 minutes, you know, you're going to create a habit. And if you do that for 100 days, you're 100% better off. So habit forming is consistency Uh, and split your day up into chunks as well and really allocate. We talked about lack of work-life balance and the myth of that. To me, my job is integrated with who I am. It's an extension of who I absolutely love it. So I integrate all my things into my gender. I integrate my health and well-being, planning for meals, friends and family. I choose who I want to spend time with each week. I have my travel, I have my work and I plan everything into one agenda. So those are my three tips, really, you know, applying your 14.4 minutes or a new habit every day, doing something consecutively. So don't skip days, but really create a new habit so you can replace an old one. And then also remember that when you plan your week, it shouldn't be compartmentalized um, that you have five different agendas. You've got to look at your week as one whole thing where you have to put five different aspects of your life into that week. Mm, Great. What about you, Chris? I think the first one is you need to take responsibility for yourself. You are 100% responsible for the results and the life that you create. And if you do not grasp that totally, you'll never fully fulfill your life. You'll never fully fulfill what you want because you're always going to be making excuses. You make, you're complaining, all that kind of stuff. And that's the thing. Complaining is absolutely pointless at the end of the day. It does nobody no good. So once you take responsibility for yourself and you know that the buck stops with you and that you have to take action, then you can really move on. And I think the next step from is getting super clear on what it is you want. And once you know what it is you want, then you can finally start taking actions. And it's not always about saying yes, it's about saying no. What things are you going to stop doing? But importantly, especially with um, the psychology of habit forming, is also when you take something out, you have to replace it with something. So especially like with um, coaching people to get in better shape, if I take something out of their diet, I have to replace it with something. Always focusing on what you can actually add in rather than trying to take out. And I think the, um, the third point is making sure that you just keep following through the whole time. I think technically they say now with the science that a habit takes 66 days to form. I think yeah. a lot of people are saying like 21 days, but I think uh, recently it's now 66 days. So the important thing with habit forming is keep focusing on that one thing. Like if you haven't actually formed that habit and you're trying to do multiple habits at once or you're really trying to put too much on your plate, it's never going to work. Exactly. And I I just want to repeat those because I think absolutely the accountability factor or responsibility, as you call it, is number one, because you can, um, you know, you can meditate, you can have mantras, you can have post-it notes everywhere. But if you don't truly have your subconscious aligned with what your goals are, if you don't truly accept responsibility for the body, the life, the business that you have, then you're not going to create change. And that is number one. And then you're going to get the best out of your resources. You're going to get the best out of your coaches. So if you're ever to work with someone like Chris or myself, when you start to take responsibility, you become more open and honest and you're open to really creating a time seven effect to results because you're ready to to take action. Mm -hmm. And excuses, absolutely, they are just wasted breath. And I think I always tell people to write down their goals on the left-hand side and then write down what their subconscious argues with them on the right. 75% of of, um, self-talk and negotiation is in our heads. So uh, if you can kind of just be aware of, you know, your old habits uh, emotionally, what stories that you're telling yourself, you can start to create new habits as well. So Chris has said, you know, 
accept responsibility, get clear on what you want to do is point number two. And you might need to just take yourself away for half a day or a few hours. You can't do that while you're spinning the wheels of everyday life. You need to yes, go absolutely. and you need to get centered. That, that's really true because that was the, the whole concept of me taking, say, a week um, to decompress or at least a few days to decompress is only something that I've really started uh, recently because I will 100% admit and be crystal clear, one of my biggest failings is I'll achieve something or I'll hit a goal or whatever it is and I'm always looking for that next mountain to climb and I will absolutely applaud and love and thank my wife because she's the one that's always pulled me up on this. And she's always said like, Chris, you've just done this. You've just achieved this. You just hit this goal. Do you know what I mean? But I'm always just like a bull out of the gate trying to go to the next one straight away. And it really wasn't until I like, wow, you know what? I did good. Do you know what I mean? And I think everyone should have that little bit of love for themselves, that self-love to be like, yeah, I, I did good. And you know what? this is what happened, this is what I followed through with, but also being able to be like, okay, well, this didn't work, but that's perfectly fine. Because if you're not failing, you're not trying hard enough and fail forward, fail, move, fail, move, keep going. Yeah, and you don't, you can't, you won't fly unless you take a leap. I mean, it's just the way that goes. And and mm. I think on, on kind of a more universal, perhaps even a more spiritual level, if you don't create space for the universe to actually deliver some of the, oh, uh, the things that you're better. creating, you'll, you'll just go from one thing to the other and you'll try and control everything. And the moment you actually slow down and allow a positive space and openness for the universe to put things in front of you that you so desperately want, you'll be so surprised how the right people People, the right opportunities, the right mental approach, and the right resources just walk into um, the arena that you so desperately need to really step up and elevate your life to the next level. Because don't forget, guys, all we want to do is keep evolving. Wherever you are right now is where you should be. So never look back and give yourself a hard time um, mm. for all the stuff that you think you haven't done right. That's just you learning the ropes. They're just different chapters. And all we do is we're constantly evolving and growing. Even as coaches, we absorb an enormous amount of information, but you have have to celebrate the small milestones along the way and make space for the universe to deliver the stuff that you're manifesting. Otherwise, mm. it just won't happen. Oh, massive believer of that. And we're such control freaks. I think these days, you know, with technology and everything else, we, we want everything to be now. We want it to be on our terms. And yet at the same time, we want the universe to kind of deliver us what we so deserve, where I believe we need to step back a little bit and get centered. So creating that time for yourself means actually digging deep into your intuition and really asking the honest question, what do you really want? Not what someone else is inspiring you with. I think with Facebook and Instagram and, and a lot of the photography and things are out there, there's certainly inspiration levels, but you've still got to be true to you. So find your authentic true north. And the only way you can do that is to get rid of the white noise and, and get away from everything and just ask your intuition. And the first thought that comes to your head is generally the right one. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, absolutely, Nikki. And I think it's so important to get away from technology. Like social media is fantastic and for myself and to be able to connect with people and for my business, it's fantastic. But I also kind of see it as a bit of a necessary evil. Do you know yeah, what I mean? And, I, I totally and it's agree. not a good thing. And it's just, it's, and it was actually something that was fantastic here in Bali. There's a day called um, the day of Nyepi. And anyway, you're actually, you're not allowed to step outside of your house. And it's all about no technology. You spend the day um, at home with your family the whole time. 
And like you actually, if you walk outside, you actually get locked up. Like the, the local, it's kind of the local police, the banjo, they kind of like will take you and lock you up. It's actually against it because they believe the spirits are passing through and you're not allowed to disturb the spirit so you can let them pass through. And it was a couple of fantastic things. No technology that day, absolutely zero. Do you know what I mean? I got to spend great time with my girls um, here. And the other thing that was just fantastic as well, because all the lights were off, the stars that night were just absolutely impeccable. Like you could see this next level of stars just coming through. And it was, it was just a really great day to be able to completely disconnect but truly connect with yourself and your family. So it's I love that. I love that. Actually, I love that metaphor of, you know, when all the lights are off, when all the electricity's off, the stars shine Mm. brighter because that's Mm. actually what happens when you decide to take a moment out and just center yourself, whether it's a nano break, um, whether you're just walking outside for some fresh air or you really get up early and you go and do a sunrise uh, reflection. I really love the ocean, so I do a lot of my stuff just by connecting with nature. But really, you know, your vision will be brighter your intuition will be brighter when you when you turn off the outside well electricity or those extra lights those fluorescent people those opinions uh those social things that you've been brought up with and just start um you know creating your own path your own vitality roadmap it's really really important and and follow through so you know you're setting your goals stick to those goals for 90 days and follow through and then you can honestly say i tried that and it didn't work because like both of us we've coached people before i always say to people if they've tried everything and it's not working let me know but don't come to me if you haven't actually tried it yet so you need to follow through and really try things out give things a go there's no harm in learning and seeing if it doesn't work for you it's all part of attrition of attracting the right things to you so test put your toe in the water and test out what works and what doesn't Mm, right with you um so chris you've one of the things we speak about when running your body like your business is the power of planning so we spoke about the 90 day planning and we spoke about setting the weeks up and everything else. How do you plan your week in terms of blocking out time for your family, training time? You get up early to do your writing. You're very much like me. Probably you're a morning person. I'm the most productive yeah. in the morning. So I'm up at 5, 5.30. I write for a couple of hours and then the day begins. Tell me, take us through uh, a day in the life of Chris. All right. Like... I'm a very scheduled person and I work like pretty much everything just works to the clock, everything's scheduled in um, my diary. So I'll wake up at 5am and then I've got a bit of a morning ritual that I kind of go through and then I read for half an hour, then I go for a half an hour walk and then I come back home, have a quick shower drink some water, take some fiber. Then I work for 90 minutes. I eat, I work for 90 minutes. I meditate, I work for 60 minutes. I eat, I work for another 60 minutes and then I'm off to the gym. And that's actually, that means when I'm heading off to the gym, that's uh, 1 p.m. in the day. So I've already achieved all of that other stuff and it's only pretty much halfway through the day. Like, And so I know when I've done that because it takes me, um, it's about a 20-minute motorbike ride from where I am uh, to the gym that I train at and I plug in some more audio, I listen to podcasts or an audio book. So it's an extra 40 minutes of kind of like learning time that I get while I'm traveling. By the time I get back, it's usually about 3, 3 p.m. And then what I do is I kind of wrap everything up for the day. I set my tasks for the next day when I sit down then and I kind of like, Make sure I kind of like sit down, write, what have I done today? What have I not done today? Try and be a little bit grateful as well. I try and like inject some gratefulness about, oh, 
you know, I, I did good. That, that was good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then after that, eat again. And then pretty much um, me and the girls were either off to the beach, go for a surf, go do something, muck around, play around, goof around. When I wrap my day up, I'm really sitting down and making sure that I one, I'm writing my tasks for the next day and I kind of work by the theory from MIT's or most important tasks. So I said three most important tasks for the next day. I review what I've done for the day and I try and inject some gratefulness. I try and say a little bit of like, oh, I did good, Chris. Um, like this is what's worked. Fantastic. Be happy about what's going on. Not kind of looking at looking at it because I can kind of like write my three most important tasks and kind of like keep going with bullet points underneath with all the other stuff. And if I kind of look at all the things that I haven't done, you can kind of be like, ah, oh, crap. But the thing is I make sure that I'm super happy with what I've done. Then pretty much by four o'clock I'm eating again. Um, and then I've got the rest of the day just to spend uh, with the girls, goofing around, playing around, going to the beach, having a surf, um, going out for dinner, having a massage, whatever it is. And I, I think a lot of people that are probably, you know, we've got people in Pennsylvania listening to this. We've got people in Cincinnati, people in Europe. They're all thinking, well, that's all very well, Chris. We don't live in Bali and Nikki, we don't live in Noosa. And, but what we want to inspire you with, guys, is you can actually create, you design your day and it needs to be on a daily basis. You can't just wait to Sunday to figure out everything. You need to go and refine every single day, sitting down, making a point at the end of the day. Did I achieve my goals? What do I need to do tomorrow? I'm like you. I pre-plan the next day um, before the evenings that I'm not thinking about it and I just know that I've got things under control. I transfer tasks that I've done, tasks that are outstanding to the next day. And that moment of gratitude, we've all got that ability to, to design that day that we want. So Chris, we've, you know, we've had to kind of make this a short podcast today because I know you're a busy man. You like to structure your day and, and we're, you know, Skype is just creating chaos for us at the moment. <laughs> but while you're in Bali and I'm in Noosa and we're talking about this, why don't we just give listeners, you know, a top five tips, not only on planning their day, but, you know, drinking lots of water, eating healthy and the importance of running your body like a business. You go first. I think you have to absolutely know what you want. Then you have to absolutely make sure that you've got the plan for what it is that you're going to want. What are the actions that you have to take? Um, what is going to actually get you there? Set yourself a plan and give yourself um, a reward at the end of it for when you do achieve it. I think that's fantastic. And make sure that you get it out there and tell people, like, get some accountability. Like, is it you need a coach? Like, do you need to take myself or Nikki on board? Do you get somebody else? Do you get your wife, husband, spouse, other, anyone on board to make you sure? You need to kick up the ass. You need the support. You need the community. Don't think that you can kind of just be um, a lone soldier and do it yourself. And I really think you need to be able to um, continue feeding your brain the whole time. I think listening to this podcast, listening to us, you're taking a fantastic step. And I really think you need to keep doing that. Read books, listen to audio books, listen to more podcasts. I'm a huge believer of it because I know whenever I'm doing that, everything is just so much better. My brain's always on fire. My business is always booming and I'm always able to um, stay on task and give my clients the best results. And, and those are fantastic tips, Chris, as well. I think that authenticity and accountability, whatever you do, once you've set your plan, you've got your goals, you know, really stick to your guns and make sure your goals are truly aligned to what you want. You will get naysayers out there. Humans are wonderful creatures of habit. They will challenge you at every corner, especially if you're making gains, looking fantastic and making 
your money. People want to come out of the woodwork and, and give you all sorts of opinions. You just need to build your dream team. So surround yourself with people that are going to support you and not tear you down. Um, and it may be that you have to look outside your family for that. And don't criticize those that don't understand you. Just keep your head high and surround yourself, you know, reaching out. Even if you guys have questions, um, for example, if you're trying to get in the best shape of your life, there's no better man to talk to than Chris. You know, if you want to bring your life into balance as well, you can leave us comments on the show notes, thevitalitycoach.com.au. And also I'll put at the outro of this, I'll put the episode number on this. I'll put links to Chris. It's christofay.com. That is Chris, D-U-F-E-Y.com. So all his coaching is online, his blog, Chris's amazing podcast, which will keep you motivated and inspired and some practical tips on how you can achieve, you know, pretty fantastic fat loss and training tips to, to really feel and look your best. Because if you're an entrepreneur, whether you're a stay-at-home mom, you're a CEO, or you're a managing director of a company, or you're just, you know, greasing the wheels on a part-time job at the moment and studying, it is so, so important to manage your health as your wealth. You need to feed your body and fuel it, not only with the right ideas, but also with the right nutrition, with the right type of training. And you need to respect the one you got because FedEx is not going to send you a new body tomorrow. (laughs) So uh, in order for you to actually have the life that you want, Chris and I are encouraging you to think not only of your business goals, but also of your personal goals, of your health and fitness goals. And I know both of us would love to help you on that journey. If you've got questions, please leave us a comment. Um, Hop on to Instagram as well. It's at Chris. Is it Dufay? Am I pronouncing it correctly? Yeah, no, Dufay. You've you've said it beautifully, Nikki. I appreciate that. Well, uh, there you go. You know, I get all sorts of uh, pronunciations of my name. It's always hilarious. So you can hop (laughs) on to at Chris Dufay for Instagram and Facebook as well. He's also on Twitter at nfog.com. And more. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Both Chris and I are very authentic in our posts. You'll find top tips and tools, inspiring ways. You can send us a message as well. We would love to hear from you. We would also love to hear what questions you have because I'm pretty sure I'd love to get Chris back on the show and maybe answer some listener questions from you guys and really provide um, some. I'd love tips. to come back on, Nikki. Aww. Talking with you is fantastic. Well, it's so short, isn't it? I mean, sure, we could talk for hours. And I think your personal brand is yourself. And Chris is just a great reflection of practicing what he preaches. And, and that's one thing. If you are going to choose a coach or a mentor, and if you're going to be paying for resources, make sure that person has a 360 approach to what they do. You wouldn't buy um, you know, a, a home loan or a house of someone that drives up in a car that doesn't have proper windows. And listen. So, you know, <laughs> really- you know what's really funny, Nikki? It was, sorry, I was just super yeah, in right it. now was when I was uh, living in Dubai, I was actually um, really good friends with many investment advisors and a lot of them would go and really overspend and really push themselves with the cards that they have (laughs) just because of that very point. And I always say it's funny, you never um, hire a broke financial advisor. So I think that's an important part. And you know what, like you and I, we are in shape and we do take care of our health. And yes, there's always that vanity part, like let's not beat around the bush. Um, but also at the same time, I have to prove to my clients that I know what I'm doing, but also more importantly is my health is my wealth. And at the end of the day, when my body and my brain importantly, like don't just get beat around it, like your body and your brain are connected. And if you have high inflammation, if your hormones, if your neurotransmitters are out, you are not going to be producing the results that you want in your life and your business. 
Oh, and absolutely. And that is a fundamental topic for me. And it always surprises me uh, with really successful people. They get like, they get what I call the handbrake uh, at 45 to 55, where they just suddenly can't keep up anymore. And they try and do the old training they used to do when they're 20. You've got to rewrite the script and you've got to think what's going to fit in with my life right now. But most importantly, nobody's telling you to go out and have 17 coffees a day and drink beer every evening. You're an educated individual. If you're listening to this, the information is all out there. Don't worry about fad diets. You don't have to slog yourself in the gym each and every day. You have to find exercise that you enjoy and healthy food that is nutritious and good for you. And your heart will sing, your mind will shine and your creativity levels will go up. And not only that, you'll be a beacon to working with fantastic people, whatever sector of business that you're in, because you'll be uh, really able to reduce your stress levels, make great decisions and, and just be a really great person to work with. I always believe in that as well. So uh, anyway, we could go on about this forever. I want to thank hmm. Chris for uh, taking time out of his morning. It's a Saturday morning. You're in Bali, Chris. I really appreciate it. I know you like to spend time with your family um, and we've taken a while to try and line this podcast up. So many more questions for you. Uh, I know we're going to come back on the show with Chris about how to run your personal brand and how to find uh, well-being tips to fit into busy schedules. So Chris, anything else you want to leave with people before we sign off? I just want to say a very massive thank you, Nikki. I'm really grateful that you've had me on and I've had the opportunity to talk with you and share everything that we can with this episode. And I just want people to absolutely go out there, take action for themselves. Great. So on that note, guys, go out there, take action, get involved, uh, give back to yourself and to your families. You'll have all the information and we'll keep you informed on chrisdefay.com of thevitalitycoach.com.au. We're all over social media as well. We'd love to hear from you. Please drop us a line and leave a comment on iTunes. Every feedback is positive for us, even if it's constructive stuff. So thank you for listening and for tuning in to the Vitality Coach podcast. I'm your host, Nikki, and I look forward to having you back and having Chris back on the show in the near future. Thanks for tuning in. For all the show notes from this episode, tips, tools, and also my eBooks, hop online to www.thevitalitycoach.com.au. As always, health and happiness.